Oh, we're not over here? No, we're not. Now we are. Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. Oh, my camera is way off right now. Um, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> That's half of Gonzo's, like a third of Gonzo's, part of Gonzo's head. Okay, let's see if it works. All right, now we're back again. I have to turn it off and turn it back on in Skype for it to do that. That was pretty good. <laughs> Welcome to episode 130. How are we sounding, everybody? We haven't changed any settings, so we're trying to make sure that everything sounds okay. Yeah, and just because we haven't changed any settings doesn't mean any settings haven't changed. Correct. <laughs> I don't mean poop. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, we got a rate in. Um, Legionnaire says we're good. Um, oh, now I want Fruit Loops, Legionnaires. Damn I you. I should also take Fruit Loops. Oh, how loves <laughs> Fruit Loops. I mean, my go-to is normally Fruity Pebbles, but... I'm usually a Golden Grams guy, except on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays, I feel honor-bound to eat Lucky Charms, and Gonzo knows why. Ah, uh, because they're magically delicious. <laughs> no, because my co-host on Wednesdays designed the oat part of it. <laughs> didn't know that, Kathy? I didn't know that, no. Yeah, that's one of his, that's his claim to fame. <laughs> I mean, that's a claim to fame, I guess. But, um, Fruit Loops and Bailey's... Uh, fruit loops uh, I'll try anything. Let's fuck it. Let's go. Anyon, go to the store. And get, let's try this shit. Fruit Honestly, I would uh, too. I would try it. I'll, I'll try it, at but least. it doesn't. At least. I may have to scrape my tongue after it. And <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but welcome to episode 130. Uh, I'm Gonzo, that's John, and that's Kathy. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about some OSL uh, painting because I've got a model that I want to uh, talk to Kathy about and give it. Uh, but one of the other subjects is we're going to talk about the GW pre-order of the Indominus box set uh, and kind of a little bit of a fiasco that came about. Um, uh, and if you haven't heard, we'll we'll have John describe it in mass detail. Uh, like you always... <laughs> A blow by blow, second by second type thing. Um, so, with that said, John, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking. Uh, I think I had one uh, last week, but I just upped the uh, up my game a little bit. It is cherry coke with cherry vodka, and then some tart cherry juice, and you mix it up, and then you uh, taste it, and then decide how much granola you need to put into it to make it just right. I would try that. I could deal with that. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, if you have 20-ounce uh, bottles, it's the best because you put your two giant ice cubes in your giant cup. You put the 20-ounce in. Then you fill to the little lip with your vodka. Then you put the splash of juice on top, mix it up, give it a taste, and a little bit of grenadine isn't going to add any necessarily any height to it, really, so you'll be all good. Kathy, what you got today? Wait, talking about drinks? Uh... 
Yes. I yes. Wait, what, what else do you got? Is there something else you got you got to tell us about? Sadly, no. Okay. Just making sure. I wish I had the Jameson. Uh, yeah, which is, yeah, the Jameson, too. He drank it all. That's why he can't drive. <laughs> uh, my drink of choice today is I'm finishing off my last bottle of KBS. Uh, it's an espresso uh, beer from Founders. Uh, I really like it. It's very, very, very chocolatey and coffee. Uh, very, very strong. Uh, type thing, but I really like it, and it's super expensive, like four bottles. Yeah, John's like, fuck that. Um, four bottles is like $35 or something. Holy so, shit, my bottle of apple brandy costs less than that. Yeah, it, it's expensive. They only bring it out every so often. I think about it because it's the only thing I have sitting next to me. I'll be trying this at some point. <laughs> Shots or just chugging it from the bottle? I am not a savage, <laughs> sir. <laughs> We got a shot glass. <laughs> um, do we have any shout outs that we need to do before we get started? Uh, yeah, I think this week particularly sucked because Charlie Daniels passed. Did? And so did. God, I'm going to mispronounce his name. Let's uh, Wikipedia it for proper pronunciation. Uh, sorry. Jesus, it takes like 17 clicks to where I get where I need to go. Plus, I can move your window out of the way. Gonzo, your head's in the way. Oh, sorry. There. Is that better? It's Ennio Morricone. He uh, is the composer who did The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and about a million other spaghetti westerns, both with and without uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. He uh, he passed as well. Yeah. And honestly, he yeah. is a, a fucking legend. Like, he's one of those guys who was the man before John Williams was the man. Because he's been doing it for a while. He's I mean, he's done so many just westerns and more i mean he's done so many things besides that his uh i mean if you would his list of things he's taken care of i mean he's done uh, wrote music for space 1999 uh some of the exorcist movies he did red sonia i mean he's done a ton of stuff so, I mean, very sad. And, of course, Charlie. everyone knows Charlie Daniels with The Devil Went Down to, to Georgia. Yep. I mean, even if you weren't into country music, you knew that song. That was that was all there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's sad. I mean, they're both older, but it's still sad to see. So, um, guys, please take care of yourself. Please look after each other. Um, if you're going out, please be safe. Uh, if you see something going on that shouldn't be going on, say something about it. Yep. Stand up. Um, stand up for people. Stand up for each other. It's 2020. Uh, we don't sit on the sidelines anymore. We help each other. We stand up. We do what's right. That's what 2020 is now. Um, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. Chill, yeah. hang out. Wear a uh, mask. Wear a mask. Also, uh, if you need someone to talk to or hang out, you're more than welcome to contact us. We will definitely Absolutely. do what we can. Um I mean, if you play PlayStation Online, if you play PlayStation and have Elder Scrolls Online, you're more than welcome to hang out with me there. Um, I will troll you. I mean, uh, help you out with your character and get you uh, geared up. If you're playing MechWarrior Online, come seek me out. I'll, I'll group with you and not troll you at all. I'll and actually you, teach <laughs> And you can find Kathy every Tuesday through Friday painting, and she definitely will uh, yep. sit and bullshit with you. And, right uh, here on this channel... Starting at 3 p.m. Central, I am, yeah, more than happy to bullshit with 
whoever wants to type nonsense into the chat. And don't cause a scene in the grocery store. For the love of God, do not <laughs> cause a scene in the grocery store, please, says all of our retail working friends. So, from all of us to everyone out there listening, watching, live, doing whatever, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Please take care of yourself. Cheers. 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 Oh, man, that's so good. Oh, it is. Mm. If you've got a drink that you're drinking right now, please post is that it up your in shot chat. Glass, no, no, that's that's the uh, <laughs> cherry vodka mix. Just taking it up from wild cherry Pepsi to cherry Coke is a hell of a difference. Jameson and no, Ginger. No, 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 no offense, fuck wild cherry Pepsi. Jameson It'll do in a pinch, but it is not Jameson good. Jameson cider, like a pint of cider and a shot of Jameson in it. That sounds good. Oh, cherry limeade. I love cherry limeade. Adult slushy. If, if I could make like cherry limeade alcohol drinks, I would do so, but that actually sounds like work. Don't feel bad, Legionnaires. I've already had about uh, four cups that size of uh, Fireball and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I've been working hard today. Super hard? Super hard. Super hard at killing the drink. Just because I'm an adult, I'm going to go to work tomorrow anyways. Um, my boss occasionally listens I won't. to this. Uh, respectfully, fuck you. <laughs> Although, it has been pretty hectic. Uh, I've been having to deal with uh, a lot of what if. Everybody doesn't know I'm a oh, yeah, school teacher. And we still don't know what we're doing. They pushed back our school day to like August 24th. And they still haven't told us... Um, what we're doing in the school yeah let's uh we can touch on that for a second let's uh i mean if you don't think that's right stand up for it tell people tell your local government that you don't think it's right because the numbers are terrible and the federal government's trying to push everyone to go back to school for all the wrong reasons it's pretty insane yeah and if you look at the numbers they're terrible i mean i don't want to make this all political and all but this this is kind of 2020 if you don't like it just tell your local government you don't like it they're listening now i swear to you they are they actually care because they know what's going on. It's, it's that's where we're at. They don't want. They don't want. Aside from certain fuckers, they don't want kids to die. They don't want teachers to die. None yeah. of that's okay. Well, they uh, they our governor came up and said that uh, he's going to push everything back to August twenty fourth is our open day, but he's leaving it up to every school district for their own COVID plan. And I'm like, so you're passing the buck. Well, I mean, so. he should because different areas might be in good shape. Yeah. So well, there are some areas in, in a lot of people, rural areas, they don't have a lot of problem with it. They probably have a tight clamp on it and they can have kids in school. Yeah. Well, the, what what's going on is not. So well, and our school district is like, we don't even know yet. So we're we're kind of up saying, in arms right now. It's a it's a be careful because, I mean, you can you can judge, but you got to you got to step back and look at it from the exploded. view. You can't uh, can't just look at the trees. There's a whole forest out there. <laughs> and that actually sort of goes into our first topic. What's our first topic? The GW pre-order. Okay, hold on a second. Let me switch over to... Uh... <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what's that purple thing out on the... the ah! like <laughs> insect or something. What is that? Wow, did I ever have that wrong? <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, no, no. I'm trying to kill 
Oh, I haven't laughed this hard since John Moses Browning came out of the woods. Oh. Oh, your mic's gone. I like how the... Mike, 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 Mike. Say that again, John? It's Mike. He switched cameras, so his mic went. Oh. So Legionnaires says no audio, but that might just be lag. But is there audio now? Gonzo has to talk. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait for him. He's still, he's still behind. Well, I'll give you a second. I got people. Still to see. Gonzo has been. Gonzo has been talking, but uh, it says not, yeah, not Gonzo yet. Yep, still not Gonzo. Oh, hey, Kathy, while well, he's doing that, this is in your future. What is Batman? <gasps> I gotta send it to John first, and we're gonna talk about it. Then it's coming right, right. you. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I want to thank Gonzo and his technical uh, shenanigans for ruining the best segue ever. The best, best segue? <laughs> How about now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I didn't even change anything from last week. John, can you hear me on the stream? I haven't turned on the audio. There, there you we go. go. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Russ. That is so... Welcome to our technology. Um... So, uh, before we get started, the the Vallejo yellow that were that I used to paint the base color on here uh, will not show up very well over the to do the highlights. So I'm going to use the actually I don't want to use that. I want to use where's our boy? White with it. Um, actually, that's a pale yellow. He doesn't have a oh yeah he does. Where it is? Uh, no, that's a transparent yellow. Legionnaires, he's supposed to be upside down because he's weird. I'm always weird. I'm going to use uh, Monuments uh, Golden Yellow. I haven't uh, I haven't tried their, their yellow out, so I'm going to try their <laughs> yellow out. Pro streamer is no technical difficulty ever. <laughs> if, if you want Gonzo to be right side up, we'd have to send Gonzo to Australia, then he'd be right side up. Yeah, I have to go to Australia if you want me to be right side up. Hot dog. Oh, wow. Comic Sunday Party. What's up, man? Yeah. What? You have to reset your password every time you log in. That's how long it's been. Wow. <laughs> I have a, a thing. Uh, it's so nice. Perhaps you should write the password down. Just saying. You know. So I'm going to try this uh, golden yellow by uh, Monument out on this because I think it would be looking really cool because it's got a good. Is it a lighter value than the, the Vallejo one? Because if it's the same value of light. I don't know if lightness. you can really tell. Like then, this one, uh, it's not going to do anything. That almost looks a little darker. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to test it out. We can test it yeah. out. It's just a model, right? I mean, it didn't cost me like eighty, you know, three hundred dollars or anything. I mean, you could take my advice, or not. Well, maybe you could take <laughs> the other one you used and add a little white to it to make it a little That's lighter. Just, if I like good with idea, it. Josh. I'm just saying. No, I'm no expert. 
that's how it works, right? All right. I just think, like, uh, if I'm doing a highlight, I just want a little... I'll add a little white or some lighter color, just so the value of the yeah. highlight is slightly lighter. Yeah, well, but if you're shading, then it'll work. You can put a little bit in the shade and, you know, sure. I'm waiting with bated breath to see how it looks. But I always... I totally can't tell. If I'm not sure that something is going to work or not, I'll try an inconspicuous spot to test it out. Yeah, I agree. I mean, with a highlight, it's less important, because if it's bad, you're just going to go over with another highlight, right? So. Yeah. Anyways, uh, before I get too drunk, uh, Indominus, Indominus, the GW pre-order. Okay, so what is Indominus first, so people can know, because we have some people that aren't okay. into the GW well, stuff. Here's the thing. It is not the 9th edition starter set. Not. It is just a new box set to coincide with the 9th edition release. It is the release box that has new Necrons and new Primaris in it. And I believe also does have some of the rules in it. The rules are online right now, so it doesn't really matter. But it is not the starter set. That's important to note because people are getting out of shape like it's a starter set and can't get it. And So I'll also point out, I'm only following this tangentially because, boy, as soon as GW has any problems at all, people like to come out of the woodwork and like it's, like, like it's their life. They do, and apparently it is their life. I don't understand it, but... I, nor do I. But anyways, um, so what happened is they called a bunch of stores asking for pre-orders, and stores gave them whatever number they gave them, and then they called all the stores back and said that they're only going to give you, like, 47, 45, whatever it was. It was in the 40s. So a lot of stores had to scramble to see if they were getting more. And I think that number changed because a lot of places sound like they're getting more. And obviously, if they're not getting directly from Games Workshop, they're getting it from, like, Alliance Games Distribution or somebody. I'm sure they have bigger numbers. But overall, the pre-order numbers are down. Many, many websites where you could purchase them from crashed during release. And they are already online from scalpers selling on eBay confirmed pre-orders for Indominus because that's where we are as a society. People I just don't to understand people's rush to have to go it. out and get the, the, the thing. Well, this is a limited box people. set. So this is a good note. This is a limited box set. So yeah, this exact box limited. may not ever come out again. Now there's not no guarantees that it won't you come out. You know how many times I've heard GW say this is unlimited whatever and then it's everywhere, you know. Oh yeah. A year from that time. So, by everyone's view, this is terrible. Not everyone who wanted it could get some. I know uh, I follow a couple online retailers um, who had to scramble to fill them. And I want to say if you're one of the guys on his online retailers who had two box sets or and when he called you to talk about it or emailed you to talk about it, you said, no, no, I'll take just one, give one to someone else. You're the man. Cheers. Because that is a great and selfless thing to do that not everyone would do. But basically, it, the same thing happened with this pre-order, like every other pre-order nowadays, where it's a limited, quote-unquote, limited item. Somebody with lots of money gets on, orders a shit ton, and then just sells them again on eBay. It happened with, uh, to my own nerd hobby, the Transformers Back oh, to the Future yeah. crossover model. Like you, they're going to have more pre-orders later, but right now you can't get a pre-order because some, 
they sold out in minutes. Like to the point where I got the email, didn't check it because I was at work, checked it a little bit later, and by the time I logged on, they're like, uh, nope. Didn't people make bots that made it capable of... Oh, I'm sure they do. To, ...to just immediately buy all of them, like, within seconds? Yeah. And that I think that's why websites crash, because they do that. And, I mean, so, it on the surface, it looks like a shit show. You can blame GW. They do have some culpability, but let's throttle back from this whole... You know, just shitting on them entirely because there's more at work here. They may be limited more than they thought in boxes because this shit's all coming from China for a lot of it. Not all of it. They make some plastic in-house, but they get a lot of stuff from China. And shipping with China right now ain't exactly good for the U.S. or the U.K. Yeah. And I know a bit inside about it. I know they can make a lot of things in the U.S. and the U.K., but does not mean they're going to. Honestly, in a lot of cases, their whole production facility in the U.S., this is not much of a secret, is mostly a tax write-off. They didn't have a headquarters in the U.S. If they make a warehouse that has production capabilities, they save a ton of money on insurance. So they save a ton of money on insurance. You know, what's some extra land for their giant headquarters in the U.S. based on the insurance savior savings, you know, a year for the rest of their existence? So, I mean... And honestly, there's the, the where they moved to was a shipping hub and all. So there's a lot of reasons for that. But it's not all their fault. They could actually legitimately have limited numbers because of COVID. I'm not saying you shouldn't be a little critical of them. They can run this better. They're no this is they're not new to this shit. But let's not just like shit overreaction. People were overreacting like crazy, and I know it's the frustration of COVID to a point. I understand that, but we got to there's, there's better things to get upset about. I mean, that highlights looking good, Gonzo. Yeah, it is. That works. Well, I think the I mean, reason it's... when we were talking about it, the I think the camera is washing it out some when I was showing yeah, you the colors. Probably. So okay. I was like, it's like, uh, give me a second, let me try cuz the one thing is it's this yellow is actually covering really well cuz yellow covers like shit. We all know that. The monument yellow is nice and opaque. Yeah, it, it's really, really good. I'm really impressed with it. Because um, usually yellow is really, really hard to, you know, get. It's like many, 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 many coats to get something out of it. And this is doing really well. That's actually why it lends itself to dry brushing so well, because you can dry brush a ton, and you're really only going to end up with the dry brush showing up on the most raised portions, even if you're a little rough with it, like I am. I did notice that the hand... These are actually fingerless gloves, but um, we're going to skip that. No one will notice. Yeah, no one will notice. But yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of things going on there, and all of these models will be available elsewhere. Maybe not that exact sculpt, but you will be able to get all the models in their own box set eventually. You know GW, they will not pass up any opportunity to make money. They made these plastic molds, and plastic molds are still expensive as shit, those models will be available some other way eventually. Maybe not everything in the box set is this cool release for the ninth edition of 40K, but you'll be able to get everything in it. Oh, yeah. So, like, I understand it's a lot of frustration running over. They should not make this mistake, but... Well, I, I heard that... Know, I, I only thought... condemn them without knowing all the facts. We don't know the facts. We'll never know all the facts because they're going to play that shit tight, you know, close to the vest. Well, I, I know that... All my friends, you know, I have a friend of mine I'm splitting boxes with him because I'm going to pick up the Necrons. 
So he was like, I'll just buy the boxes, you know, we just split the cost. I'm like, okay, no problem. Uh, he hasn't messaged me if we got whatever we got or whatever. But I got online and there was a bunch of people that were like, in like seven minutes, they were completely sold out yeah. online. And I was like, uh-oh, did they... I mean, it not like crash GW's website, it also crashed Discount Games Inc. And some other people had, had tons of problems too. And I mean, it, it caused a lot of problems. I mean... And honestly, we should expect that. This is sort of a new thing, the, the whole you know, COVID apocalypse, if you will. People have a lot of time sitting at home, and they want their hobby to keep them sane. So I understand why you're so passionate about it. I, I do. But getting bent out of shape is going to make you upset, and you might do something rash you don't want to do. Don't do anything rash you don't want to do. You'll get the model somehow. Get something else for them. It'll be okay. As I quoted earlier, when someone complained about waiting too long for a model... It ain't like we're going to play too many games right now. <laughs> I hate to be that blunt about it, but it's true. And yeah, you can get them painted, but I'm certain if you are a GW gamer, unless you are the man, painting speaking, you've got unpainted models you can paint. <laughs> and if you don't, I am truly impressed, and I hope you got a box set. And if you didn't, you know, start reaching out to people. Maybe someone can find some. Um, but this whole thing's so bad. There are a lot of retailers who are really pissed. Um, not all with GW, some of it's with scalpers and all, because that's, you know, and, and honestly, every store is going to sell out. As soon as scalpers get them, that sort of causes the beginning, because not everyone who expected to get on GW website now has to rush and talk to their local store. And if the local store doesn't have it, then they got to go get scalpers, so that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, but I know one German retailer is buying every single scalper copy they can find, even though they're expensive. And they're basically going to tape the scalpers to court in Germany, which apparently is going to fuck them up. Huh. Because, which I guess uh, it's illegal to do there. Uh, there's a lot of legalities with online selling in Germany. I didn't read the entire thing. It was in German, and the translation was solid, but I I mean, I try not to get too invested in any of this stuff on social media. But the basics is they don't have everything they need to have, and they probably won't. They're going to get in trouble because it's against German law. Hmm. And honestly, I, I don't like scalpers at all. I, I'm happy. I mean, I wish they didn't have to put their money into it in order to basically get them out of the business, but I'm sure they're looking at long-run service and their customers. More power to them. Uh, you know, if they weren't in Germany, I'd be like, hey, I'll buy a box set from you just to support what the fuck you're doing, you know? Yeah. Better using the scalper. Even if I'm getting that price, I don't care. You, you're going to deal with it. And that's, I mean, that's where we are, right? <laughs> As I said before, this is where we're at in 2020. We're no longer stand for shit. We're, we're, we're taking action. That's good. And just, you know, hold out hope, guys. If you're looking for a box, um, people are going to get them. If GW can get another wave, they will. I worked for them for years. They don't just do this unless they have to. You know, the biggest releases we had, like the Dreadfleet and the Space Hulk and all that were limited because we literally only had limited copies. You know, we had to because of whatever reason they decided to only print so many of them. And yeah, they have the molds, they can reprint more, but legality-wise, if they claim it's a limited box, they're very, have to be very careful in how they reprint their things. Have you played Dreadfleet Coving Scotty Potty? Because I have it, but I've, I've never, I haven't assembled the models except for I assembled one model for a charity thing where a bunch of different painters uh, picked one model from a set and we all painted them and 
uh, raffled it off for charity, but I haven't actually played. Well, that's good to hear. What do you say? I can't see. It's very, very fun. fun. I've heard good things about it. I didn't buy a set because, I mean, I wasn't really interested in it. Um, I do like sets like that, you know, the, the limited sets, but I play them so little nowadays, I don't think they're necessarily worth my monetary involvement, especially they're limited. Someone else who really wants it can end up with that, right? And I've always looked at it like that, you know. I don't need that. I'm not going to buy that. Uh, you know, we should all sort of practice that sort of self-restraint. I was on a stream for MechWarrior Online this past week, and the guy was giving away a code for a set, you know, as a, as a you know, hey, you know, someone randomly gets it, and I didn't enter it because I have that set. I didn't need it. Like, sure, I could take the mechs and strip them and sell them and get a bunch of mech bays and stuff, but is that really worth it compared to someone who may not have that set and would actually enjoy having all that? No. So, you know, I'm not going to enter it's like every time I see a giveaway for something I don't need, I'm like, I'm not going to enter the giveaway just because it's a giveaway. Sure, it's simple. Follow and retreat, and I'm already following them. But if I don't need it, why am I going to go for it? Someone who could really, really enjoy that might get it. That's that's sort of how I go with that stuff. That being said, I am going to be really upset if I don't get a gigawatt, which is the Back to the Future's Transformers crossover <laughs> model. Because... I mean, a transforming DeLorean, where do I sign up? Ah, well, yeah. I mean, spoiler, it's Hasbro Pulse, because that's their website. But not right now, maybe in October. And he is just a retool of model. He's a retool of actually a model I have right here. He's just uh, Sideswipe, just changed it to be a DeLorean and all. A couple other minor feature differences, but same basic model, but I don't care. He's not just a repaint, and he's cool. In fact, I'm going to try and get... Uh, the Ecto-1 model, too, because that's super cool. Oh, that would be cool. I remember that one. Yeah, I mean, it's about 50, 60 bucks on uh, Amazon. I could check it on eBay. I just haven't had a chance. But, so there you go. There's there's the Indominus. Um, too Long, Didn't Listen is They Should Know Better, But Scalpers Are Assholes. Be patient. Stuff will come out. There you go. Yeah. Nobody needs it for a tournament anytime soon. Indeed. But I gotta have now, it. See, Russ, I'm different with models because you can always use a model because there's always a joy in painting a model and assembling it. Or, like you said, giving it away to people. I actually have a friend in Utah who just said that he wants some models just for his girls to paint. And I'm like, oh, so you need models, huh? <laughs> I mean, an address. I'll fucking get you models. Don't you worry. Uh-huh. I got plenty of stuff I do not need hanging around here that, that you and your girls can paint. It is all good. Uh, but we're like uh, Gonzo. One of our buddies was getting rid of some uh, Privateer Press stuff, and Gonzo says, you can give it to me to give away for my uh, Warfare Weekend. And he's like, okay, give me an address. <laughs> yep. I can always do. Do, I can always deal with door prizes. That's that's how uh, Morton Joe is, though. That's that's sort of his game. He's a very very generous individual. And honestly, it's not like we're really playing that around here. It's, I mean, every game is pretty much dead right now. So, it is what it is. But I think certain games are more dead in certain areas 
Though Banyan has got his Thanos together and working on all of his, uh, whatever the hell they call them, Black Watch, Black Order, fucktards. Them. <laughs> uh, and he wants to play them, so. Nice. We might be getting a game in here eventually. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be cool. I got most of my terrain almost painted. I mean, I'm almost done. But it was Venom on the way because he was really cheap on Amazon. Probably because he came in the, uh, the swag bag. So there is a glut of stock out there for him. Oh, sure. Yeah, him and Hulk were in the... I enjoyed putting the Venom together. I got the the tongue a little off-center, uh, off but... I might nice. want to go smaller tongue. I've seen some people do smaller tongue. I might take a look yeah. at that. But we'll see. Also, I ordered... I don't know if I told you all this, but I ordered a bunch of uh, hard bots, which is the knockoff uh, Battletech stuff in some ways. They do sort of all... Uh, all Battletech models, but sort of redesigned, but you know what they are. Yeah. Um, and they have 15 millimeters, which is two and a half times normal scale. They're only six millimeter. So they have 15 millimeter models, and they had a sale. So I ordered all three they had in stock because I just want to put them together and paint them. I got ostensibly a Locust, a Phoenix Hawk, and a Marauder coming, which will be super cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right, I've talked for like half of this podcast. Y'all got to say something. Something. Good job. Proud of you. Okay, well, while I'm doing this, this is the purple I'm going to use. I'm gonna. I think this is going to be a little bit too light for the highlight because it's really, really light. But yeah, like. I think that one. I, I looked at that and I put it up next to it. But I have this it looks one. Like a bit of a bluish purple too. Yeah. I'm going to try this one and see if it like highlights because i mean this one is i mean it's another monument uh a pro krill um i'm meant to break all these open and start messing with them and so on and so forth so we're gonna see um for the purple highlights i'm gonna let the yellow sit for a little bit so i can just kind of put it on there step back and go okay i need to add a little bit more here and here and here type thing hey ren uh ren snuck in hey ren didn't even didn't even see you in there who and then I just saw my fave is no tongue. <laughs> and then I had to finish the sentence. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> All right. So let's see what this purple looks like real quick before we get started on the one thing I wanted to talk to you about. It's over here. Very violet-y. It's better than very violent. Exciting. Sorry. Sorry, I'm. She just made her first wet palette. I just saw that too. Yeah. That's nice. cool. Very nice. And Scotty hasn't been on long enough that he doesn't realize Guns is always upside down because he's weird. Yeah, Guns is always upside down. Always. All right, so let's see what this purple. See if it's too dark or too light. Indeed. Let's... Or is it just right. right? I mean. Ooh. Old move painting out of frame. I can't see. Oh, am I out of frame? Sorry. Yeah, thanks for telling me. Here, hold on. Let me do this. All good. There you go. Oh. Like, I know I usually show this last couple of weeks. I still keep thinking it's my screen that's wrong with Gonzo upside down. 
a little bit too blue. I mean, it, I mean, as far as Although, it is, a cooler it highlight good. is a nice contrast to the warm, darker purple. So that's I'm gonna, not I'm, a bad thing. No, let me try. I want to try that that other one because it's a it's a lighter purple, and it's a really really lighter purple. But let's see. Yeah, I find that mostly the difference between like homemade wet palettes and the the name brand ones are the paper. The paper is a lot better. That was the biggest thing with the P3 one when I started using it. The paper was really good. I, I haven't tried my other one uh, yet. You know, it's funny. I have the Masterson wet palette, but I don't have the original sponge that came with it. I just use chamois. You know, the synthetic chamois cloths that you get on Amazon for cheap. <laughs> just cut it to fit and then uh, use uh, some of the high end, higher end uh, parchment paper. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a step up from Reynolds parchment paper. Oh, shots fired. That's still basically homemade. It's just the container is the. Oh, no, I meant, I meant shots fired with Reynolds since you went to higher quality than Reynolds. Well, I mean, Reynolds works for baking, but it's it's a little more porous than what I have. Fair enough. Uh, Ren says uh, her buddy pointed out something to her today. I assume Ren M. is a M. M. Sorry, Ren. Uh, to me today, I was talking about 40K and told him I don't think I'd get any credit because of the price of armies. Then he pointed out that I spent $600 on Gunpla. That's the point. It's all perspective. Oh, Ren, we were talking about Gunpla earlier. Yeah, in the pre-ramble, we talked about Gunpla. It was uh, Gonzo's going to get some gunpla. Uh, my roommate Banyan on here is also into gunpla. And I got time for those silly toys, as I say. Possibly as I next to me. <laughs> possibly next week will be a gunpla episode. Possibly. If Gonzo gets his gunpla before next Sunday. I have to be honest, they look really cool. I look at the ones that Banyan makes, and they're very interesting. And I think that's a good point on hobbies, is we all think that everything's so expensive, but, I mean, think on how much we spend on certain things, I mean. Yeah. All perspective. Yes. Because I was talking I about that with somebody uh, I was playing the ESO with, and they were complaining that, you know, certain things were expensive, and I go, okay, well, let's let's put it in the thing. What have you bought that's around that? It's like, well, you know, and, and we brought it into the thing of the $30 you spent, are you getting your $30 worth out of it? Is what it really came down to. Um, is it thirty dollars? Still too light. Um, or is it, you know, if, if you spend thirty dollars and you get two seconds worth of play out of it, whatever it is, is it really worth it? Or if you're spending thirty dollars and you're getting seven hours worth out of it, is that worth it? Type thing. And I was like, that's where you have to kind of put it in perspective. Oops. Well, yeah, you have to decide what your, I mean, on a basic point, if you want to break it down, you have to decide how much your money is worth. Correct. You know, what is the thing that you decide, like, is going to the movie, let's go ultimate low end, $10 for two hours of entertainment. Is that worth Must it? Must have popcorn. Oh, okay, I gotta have pop. $12, 13 probably, <laughs> popcorn. You gotta have a drink if you have popcorn, but they probably have a deal, so maybe $14. It's $14 for, let's say... Let's say two and a half hours or so, because they're getting longer movies. Is that worth it? If so, then you just got to break it down like that. So if I spend two and a half hours on this, if I spend two and a half hours on this for 10 bucks, is it worth it? I mean, and you just, just, you just make a number in your head, and it's an arbitrary number, and decide if it's worth it. 
Most models I purchase, if I assemble them, in the cases where they're not frustrating and never get to use them, they're probably close to the break-even point. Though I think the game in general and maybe the other parts of it, you know, maybe I use a model from a box set, maybe, maybe two, not all of them. You know, maybe that makes it worth it for me. Oh, it does depend on your personal budget, as Legionnaire says. It, oh, does, yeah. it does, yeah. Of course it does. And if yeah. you paint a model, I think that makes things more valuable immediately. So you're going to get enjoyment out of putting together an army because... And it's not as much as it used to be, and I hate to throw shots at GW after we just threw shots at GW. <laughs> um, their newer kits are not as posable. There are a lot more, this model goes together this way. And I understand why it's a lot easier in the design process, and the models look way better when they're together because sometimes you'd get awkward poses. And there's still some convertibility in there. Conversionability? Conversionability in there. So you can get some joy out of that, but the, I find the assembly not quite as amusing as it was. But I still enjoy painting them too, and it's all just putting together. So I mean, a lot of the times those bottles are immediately worth it just because of that amount of time, you know. Yeah, the things I have the most fun assembling are the ones where I do conversions, like the the, the Lord of Plagues. <laughs> the Lord of Plagues, as we affectionately call him, Pumpkinhead. Uh, that was a model that somebody sent me and just in a bunch of other stuff and all the pieces were in a little baggie and I took the pieces out so that I could prep them and I realized that there was no head with this model. Everything else was there, but just no head. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to, I guess I'm going to improvise. And I was doing this on my stream. So... When I said I was going to improvise, people started suggesting things, and uh, make his head a pumpkin uh, was one of the things. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> um, and like Ren said, this, when it comes to Gunpla for me, I get the most fun out of customizing them and making dioramas. I start thinking about more complicated ideas for the dioramas to make me learn new stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, there's a hobby that I don't care how expensive the gunpla are. You're getting your your enjoyment dollars worth out of that. You're getting your value out of that because it's putting it together. You're making a cool diorama, and then you're thinking and learning more and upping your hobby, and that's its own benefit. There's nothing like trying a new technique and getting it to work. And that's just super enjoyable. Um, talking about that, um, what I started doing when I was looking at different you know forums and all that stuff for models and such, I did find where you can 3D print extra parts for your Gundams. So you can oh, yeah, have that stuff. Part. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a problem for me. That's not surprising. No, it's yeah. not. But I was like, oh, that's another okay. thing I can do. I could print this out and I could, you know, get a, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I, they got this gun for this this type of model. I will do that. I mean, God's I was looking at a, a Transformers website where they have parts add-ons for kits just to make them look better and you know it's gonna drop 40 bucks there just for stuff that's nominally probably just 3d printed in most cases oh i'm sure it is just resin printed but it's so cool i mean it's it's the thing you know do you get enjoyment out of it yeah. and then um ren i'll go back to legionnaires comment in a minute loren also says learn how to solder because of i want to attach multiple leds learn how to make epoxy duplicates how to scribe and how to uh mess with remote control effects look that up. that's i mean you're learning stuff and you're having a great time so 
that makes the gun plot uh, to GW <laughs> comparison look even worse for GW because you're getting so much out of the gun plot. And That's his not other to say recommendation. Get into competitive. His other recommendation is definitely use the resin printer when you're printing parts. Oh yeah. Uh, but Russ, going up the chat a bit here, oh. Russ says, I find sub-assemblies much harder on the newer GW models. How it all interlocks makes things like capes such a bitch to do at times. Yep. I can agree with that. It's definitely a more of a challenge with these newer interlocking You're gonna models. Have, you have to like double test fit everything, test fit it while it's gluing just to make sure, or be ready to fucking back up and punt and pin stuff and change stuff and make yeah, it work. Or, I mean, worse, worse comes to worse, get it all assembled and then saw the arm off. Okay, you got to. Or, or clip it or whatever. I almost feel like if you assemble the whole thing, then you know where to cut stuff off. So I tried the highlight of the purple. Wasn't working. Wasn't the colors that I was looking for. So I went back and I decided to do magic in a bottle. Toning it down a little? Actually, washing it, washing it with no oil and making it a bit darker. And so the highlights will be saturating highlight. it. Yeah. Desaturating it is what you're doing too. Yeah. Yeah. And so the purple in the recesses gets darker, but the highlights are still a highlighted purple. And may I, yeah. when it dries, I'll go back and probably, you know, have to touch up a little bit more. But that's always a thing with highlights is you can always go back and tone it down, whether it's with a. Uh, a wash or a contrast paint or you just uh, thin down a little paint and do a glaze. Mm -hmm. It's always really easy to tone down highlights if you need to. If you get so a little good. carried away like I do. <laughs> it's good to remember that, that a legitimate highlighting trick is to just dry brush it with gray or white, gray or both and then go wash it again. Yeah. Or contrast paint it again. That's, that is a fast way of doing it, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. So back to Legionnaire's comment. He wants to know, Gonzo, how excited are you for the new Grimkin Dragoon? Um, the model? Cool. The rules? I haven't seen the rules yet. Um, is there a posting of the rules yet? Which I didn't figure. But I am excited. Anything Grimkin comes out, I'm excited because it's a headless horseman. Um, I uh, I did watch the keynote, by the way. Uh, Privateer Press's keynote. Uh, I watched it one for the new models because I know that uh, Grimkin are getting the Headless Horseman and they're getting a uh, Archon, which I'm excited for. Um, I think they're really cool looking models. Uh, I hope the rules are really awesome too. I hope I can field two uh, Archons uh, type thing with my lists because it'll be you know a little bit more competitive with it uh, and pushing it. Plus they look they look really cool. The wings are made out of skinned faces. Is the best way to put it. So very Grimkin. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I was excited about the uh, Warcaster models because the new vehicles that they got coming out, uh, the faction I play has a like a jet bike coming out. Um, and the some of the, the newer models, GW is going to an 80 millimeter base, uh, which is uh, interesting for them. They've never done In 80 millimeters. Press, right? What did I say, GW? Yes. Oh, brain still back in GW. Privateer Press is going to a 80 millimeter base on some of the vehicles. I don't know if it's all of them, uh, but that looks to be kind of cool. To be fair, people were saying that for some of the larger war beasts way back when. But yeah, 
Uh, but it'll be interesting. Uh, 80 millimeters is something new for them. Um, uh, supposedly. The, the room? The what? The elephant in the room when it comes to privacy <laughs> What? You think I don't know? I mean, I don't watch the keynote. Don't mean I don't hear things. <laughs> um, supposedly, Warcaster is supposed to be shipping this month. Um, month's not over, so we don't know yet. But either way, uh, the Kickstarter, which I can't wait to get a hold of those models because I'll probably do a whole unboxing and everything. Because I have the entire, I bought like the entire faction, uh, one entire faction type thing, so can't wait for it. So um, before I hit the uh, the the Elemental Room Legionnaire says, I'm kind of in shock how the Indominus outrage completely drowned out the fact that PP had a keynote after only a couple of days. It is not surprising because 40k is the big dog, mm-hmm. and it's a new edition. It is the biggest of biggest news, and you get a bunch of people, you get the vocal minority, and that are very, very vocal because they're getting screwed out of their hobby, like I said, and it's it's okay. But uh, I think the bigger thing to take from the keynote is, uh, um, so uh, kickstarting everything is not a good sign. Um, <laughs> I think in today's, yeah, in today's market right now, especially in the COVID, that's like they're kind of... It's a terrible sign. You can't spin this. I don't know. For a company... That's been in business for a long time and in front of their own stuff for a while. It is bad. Why do I have it? And honestly, it means that they're going, they're doing what all the other companies that we, I mean, that, that we shit on are doing. They're using Kickstarter as a pre order system so they don't have to take financial risks. And maybe it's because they can't take financial risks. Sometimes that happens. But for a company that was to become one of the bigger dogs it is a bad thing in general my yellow's drying um, out i gotta put some more i for honest uh, i'll be honest i wasn't really gonna play it play warcaster anyways not until a bunch of people in my local group started playing but this makes me hesitant to really want to pick up anything they do uh scotty buddy says yes it makes it seem like they don't believe in their product and it's not they don't believe in their product, Kyle Scotty, because they believe in what they're doing. They're probably putting out a solid game. It's just that the community has passed them by to a point. They don't have the reputation they used to have. It's one of those things. It's that uh, that vicious cycle, downward spiral, of them being in a little bit of trouble, people staying in their troubles. People are like, oh, I don't want to buy a game from a company that's in trouble, and then it just spirals down. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 terrible, but it it definitely does not fill me with uh, any sort of uh, confidence that they're going to be kickstarting everything because I I like Kickstarter. It is good for a lot of businesses, but it should not be the way you do business all the time. When they kickstarted the computer game, perfectly viable. You're going into a new market. Understandable. Good call, guys. You kickstarting a board game. You don't do board games. Understandable that that's a totally different market. Kickstarting your miniature game. What? Your miniatures company. What the fuck are you doing? It it it's a little worrisome. Um, plus, I, I have former insider knowledge, knowing that things aren't necessarily great there, and a lot of things did not go their way, unfortunately. Um, and, and that's bad. Unfortunately, I don't. I feel bad for him. Anybody says Palladium isn't doing it since before Kickstarter even existed. Let's not talk about Palladium books. They have a giant <laughs> problem. Their name, his name is Kevin Ciambata, and he's the owner, and that's the problem. <laughs> uh, in fact, they had someone embezzling from them, which is another problem. 
Like, there's another sad story. There's a lot of gaming companies that have sad stories. That's too bad. Uh, Russ says PPC still hasn't brought back all their laid-off workers due to COVID. Not sure how safe PPC is as a company these days. Now, it might be that COVID's making it that they have to do it this way because they don't have the manpower. So I don't want to say throw all the stones without understanding yeah. we're in a weird world. But, but the way I heard it, that doesn't didn't sound like it was a response to COVID. This sounded like it was just the way they were going to do shit. I guess maybe go and, uh, and watch that keynote then and uh, find out. According to Legionnaires, it was the best keynote that, he, that they've done in several years. It was. It was one of their best ones they've done in a while. It did have some good information. They did talk about some good stuff. Um, I don't know why they did Kickstarter. Maybe because they just wanted just to protect themselves. But, or, you know, they could make an in-house type thing. But I don't play Riot Quest enough, and there wasn't really any models that I would have taken because I'm... I'm limiting myself on my games now because I'm actually going to be getting rid of a bunch of armies um, pretty soon. And Riot Quest and Mompok are kind of on the wayside, so I'm just going to probably eBay those or get rid of them somehow or whatever. But that's I was like, uh, I'm not going to get on that. Now, Warcaster's is a different story. I like it. I thought the rules were really good. Play tested it with some you know fake models and, and stuff, and I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. Um and I did it once, uh, whether they keep on bringing out more stuff, which I'm pretty sure they will, because they've got vehicles planned and they got the fourth faction um, already stated. Um, so we'll wait and see. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm happy. Uh, I can't wait to get my stuff in because I want to start putting it together and start playing. Because um, I have one guy local, definitely. He and I will play. We'll come over. He'll come over to the house and we'll play over here. But we'll just wait and see. Yeah, okay. a lot of wait and see. It, um, and that, and that's what kind of a lot of stuff. If it looks like you like it, then then keep going with it. But be aware, this is not. I mean, it doesn't mean they're going out of business. No, when you're not doing Kickstarter as a pre-order system for fucking ever, it's part of why I hate them. But uh, hate's a strong word. Dislike them. Well, Kathy, we were supposed to talk about this model right yeah. here. What? Oh, okay. We still. Yeah, we still. Five minutes. Five minutes. Let's go. So what I want to do is the metal, I'm going to um, do the paint dry brush, you know, with metallic paints. But what I want to do is I kind of want to do, and I call it the Iron Man glow, where he's got like a little thing underneath, like the palm of his hand has like a light and it's shining out through the fingers and through the sides. So I kind of want to do like a yellow, you know, fiery type glow coming between the fingers and, you know, around here in the knuckles and stuff like that. So it's like there's a light inside of his hand and it's poking out through all the fingers. Then what you want to do is have those cracks between the fingers be white to okay. start out with. So if, if I'm going to paint all these metal, paint it all metal, do what I want, and then go back and paint like white stripes down between the fingers and where I want that yellow to be. Yeah. Okay. Because that's kind of what I do. Because, I mean, he's got this fist here, and I want to kind of put it out so it's coming through the fingers and through the side and, you know, right through the finger yeah. ridges. All those areas where uh, you would normally think you want your darkest dark is where you want actually your lightest 
light. In fact, that's going to be the, the lightest color on the entire model is where that glow is coming from. Because I was thinking about, because I've got this, I didn't want to use the contrast yellow because the contrast yellow has an orangey kind of look to it. Um, and I really didn't want to do that, so I was going to try out and use um, acrylics. They have that transparent yellow. Have, uh, oh, that's really nice saturated yellow. Yeah. I didn't want to go with this one because this one's a really, you know, it's a neon bright. But the contrast yellow is just, I mean, this is, you know, pure I mean, yellow. You could start out with, uh, or you could even mix the fluorescent with that. Yeah that transparent yellow because even if it's not full-on fluorescent paint if you mix it it there'll still be some of that property in whatever color that you're mixing it with which is still going to make a fun little effect where the light kind of bounces off of it in weird ways it's just the, the way the pigment is for fluorescent paint it just does weird things with light and makes it that's what makes it so bright looking because mostly on this one i'm going to do like the cloth parts uh like right around where his armor is attached and like the knee and the leg and right here on the body and like right here on the arm i'm going to do that you know like a leathery color uh use the contrast brown because i really like that for uh, a leather look like snake bite leather yeah yeah the snake like the snake bite leather so it's a, a leather and then do the the metal just do a you know a not a shiny, but more like a, maybe a plate. Black and steel. Well, I was going to do plate mail and then wash it and then see how it goes. Um, actually, I do have, um, what a, I'll have to look. I'll have to look, see what it is. But I definitely want to make the plate um, a little bit shinier, not a darker metal. Not like chrome, but, you know, somewhere around there. Uh, someone right, right, a little bit below chrome look to it and get that in there. Um, but definitely need to do, because like I, I'm going to do a electric blue right in between these little parts. So it's like there's a blue glow coming from the tip of her wand. You can actually do that the same way as uh, yeah. where you want that lightest light in the in the recesses around that little tip of the wand. That's what I was going to Always, That's the key with making something look like it's glowing is having the, uh, your lightest light in the deepest recesses. And then it gets a little darker as it expands out away from the light source. So would you, and then it just becomes the color it is like metallic in that case. I'm sorry. What? Mm -hmm. I'm saying then it just sort of comes the whatever the color of whatever it's shining on, like the metallic in that case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the metal I want to do, I mean, because this is a sci-fi model, they're from the future. I don't want to do like a a gun metal where it's really dark type thing, a dark metallic. But I don't want to like do I don't want to do a silver. Steel. Yeah, something like uh, something similar to this. It's a little bit dark. It's called plate mail. But, I mean, I'm, I'm going to look through all my metallics and figure out what I want to do for those colors. Because I don't want it to be, I want it to be, I don't want it to be shiny, if you know what I'm saying. I want it to be a little bit dark. But, I mean, it could be that I put a silver on it and wash it with, you know, a known oil or a, an armor wash. 
and then it'll tone that down enough. I'll have to do, I'll have to do a quick test on something yeah. and see. I think, I think with what you're trying to do, you'd probably rather do a dark metal and then highlight the edges you want highlighted instead. Just because the way you want to do it, I think having the glow is going to totally clash with, with the wash to make it look darker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. No guarantees I'm right. I'm drunk. Are you drunk, drunk? <laughs> I do need saying. to finally finish up my Guardians of the Galaxy because uh, next week, or actually sometime this week, I will have Drax, Ronan, and Gamora and that all band together finally uh our store finally got a copy of them in so what'd you say if you have the pro acrylic black transparent add some to the silver you think is too bright or wash the transparent on afterwards he says that's what he's been doing for about metals recently wow speaking because you're drunk not easy <laughs> it might be strong i would suggest black metal but you don't have the uh the same page. Uh, what are they called? I don't know anything the, uh, about uh, the different color change. Like, uh, well, no... You do not have for everything, right? Well, not everything, but a large part of what I do is non-metallic metal. So, I don't, I don't know what all the different paint ranges are with their metals. I just have so a. Put your glasses. We said like. I don't know what all the paint ranges for all the metals are. <laughs> Let's Not like over. some of y'all. All you people who have like the whole set of everything. Nah, I not everything. Have, I, have, like, I have like 15 metallic paints and they're all from various different companies. And I don't even know what they're called. I mean, I do because I got to keep track of my head. Kathy's <laughs> humble brag. That I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know what all the metallic. This is a really good humble brag. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Uh. <laughs> oh, hey, it's the media section. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drink enough. I did. Do a rant about Clone Wars. Oh. All right, John. You. All right. All right. Let's go. John, you have 27 minutes to rant about. <laughs> oh, fuck you about that. Shit. So, I am, for being with another John, the other podcast I'm on, doing all of Star Wars in order, in case you didn't know. So, I am up to Clone Wars. I finished the first two seasons. I am about a third to half the way through season three. And. You know, if you love Clone Wars, more power to you. Understand the ending is great, but let me just tell you real quick: the first three seasons is not fucking good. <laughs> there are a handful of episodes that are worth a shit. And do you know what makes it worse? What makes it worse is the fact that they're telling shit out of order, which is fucking terrible. And they're trying to do this whole news flash thing in the beginning, trying to get you caught up. Yeah, trying to get you the feel of the scrolling text. Yeah, well, the scrolling text was just to be like the serials of old. But you know what the serials of old did every single time? Told the story in fucking order. There's some great moments they'd have. Man, some of these moments would be really great if you told them in fucking order. Oh, look, it started in season one. We already know this guy's dead because he died in season one. But then in season three, he's back again. Well, fuck, I know he's going to die. 
Who fucking cares? Like, seriously. Russ, it's the newer one, not the original one. Uh, I have that on... I'm not going to watch that because it's apocryphal now, but I actually own that on DVD. But I'm watching this on uh, Disney+. Plus, and, like, I don't want to say, like, like, it's horrible. Like, if, you, if it's a kid, the kids are going to love it because it has a kid's grasp of everything. Why do military, military tactics work? Because they're supposed to work, not because they'd actually work. Why are politics the way they are? Because that's the way politics are supposed to be, not because that's how politics fucking actually are. It is such a kid's view of everything from a series that always used to take that kind of shit a bit more seriously and the kids would just enjoy it because of the rest of the stuff but now they're making a series and they're sort of torn between making it for kids and making it so the adults will like it and they're failing most episodes the only storylines that are actually remotely interesting right now are the clone troopers they've shown a couple times but they showed out of order and then the whole Mandalore thing is actually pretty interesting, but there's so little of it right now. You're waiting for it to come to a head, and you just keep dreading the next episode. Because, like, all right, what shit from season one are they going to bring back now so I fucking have to uh, watch it? They just so bad there. They started something in the movie that was prior to season one, which I did watch. And then they referenced it again in the end of season two. And then they go back and do a prequel to season three. Like, come on. What the fuck are you guys doing? It's just not good. Like, it is not the best Star Wars because they don't know what they're doing with it. And I'm sure it's because they're hamstrung and they have to do certain things for their kids, but it's not good yet. I'm still waiting for the time when it gets good. <laughs> I, there are days I come from work and I'm just like, fuck, I gotta watch another episode because I'm trying to get at least one episode watched today so I get through this shit. I have to take a week off between seasons because otherwise I'm going to go fucking insane. <laughs> it's just not good. If if you but if you really want to watch it, there find someone who's watched Clone Wars, ask them very kindly, go to the Wikipedia and say, which episode should I watch in which order to get the basics of what I need to have had so that I can watch the ending because the ending ones are all supposed to be great. Everyone has told me they're great. But I can't. I have a hard time getting there. And no, Missy, I'm not actually angel. That's metaphorically speaking. <laughs> um, um, just want to tell Russ, I do have not, the acrylics medals real quick. By the way, right, so I have, that's just one of the few I haven't tested out yet. So you're dreading every episode so far and hoping that it's great until it comes to that. Once in a while, I get one where they do it, and then you're like, "Oh, this next episode will probably be pretty good." There was like a two-parter for the Mandalorian ones. And those are all right now being told in order, so those are a little more enjoyable. But the rest is just like, man, fuck. And this is supposed to help with the whole going into episode three, but let me tell you the whole problem with the prequels while I'm at it right quick. And I'll be covering this again when I cover all of Star Wars for more than dice when I'm done with everything. It'll be like a whole episode of me just ranting about Star Wars. Anakin's not a fucking likable character in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> like, literally. Fuck that guy. And that's the biggest mistake. If you're not in it for Anakin, you can't make Anakin likable. We don't care that he turned to Darth Vader. Darth Vader is cooler than Anakin. I'm sorry. Killing younglings and all. Cooler than Anakin. At least he fucking did, did something. And didn't whine about it afterwards. But we don't care about... His redemption isn't about him. That's not what made it cool in the series. It's about Luke 
doing the hard thing rather than the easy thing. That was the cool part of that. And this is supposed to make it even more interesting, but it doesn't work because you didn't make him heroic or interesting. You know who's interesting? Obi-Wan, uh, Mace Windu when he's on screen, Ahsoka's interesting, uh, the Mandalorian Duchess, the Clone Troopers. That's about it. Fucking, there was an episode with Obi-Wan and Anakin and Dooku all captured by uh, the mercenary pirate dude, whose name escapes me, Hondo. Where I was rooting for Dooku to fucking murder everyone because he was the coolest character there. <laughs> and they do these things where it's like, oh, we're going to go get vengeance on Dooku. I'm like, he's not going to die. I fucking know he's not going to die. It's probably the prequel. Make a better story. <laughs> People have done it in the past. We're like, hey, look. We're putting the characters who we don't know live in danger. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. If you put Ahsoka in danger, oh, that's cool. Shit, I don't know if she survives or not. I mean, now I know if she survives or not, but you don't necessarily know if she survives or not. You know, minor characters, like, I like that guy. Is he going to live? I don't know. We'll find out. And they leave fucking plot lines open. It's just not very good. Legionnaire says, do you know what killed Darth Vader? Happy to admit his son was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's it. I mean, Clone Wars, watch later seasons. Get someone to tell you what episodes to watch as a primer. Or if you get to an episode, if you're in the good seasons, I'm not sure when it starts, season four or five. God, that's a long way to go. Uh, go back and find the episodes and watch the episodes related to that first and then go in. Because most of the episodes are pretty good. And avoid anything with Jar Jar. Fuck Jar Jar. <laughs> right now, I'm giving the series fucking three and a half space rupees. May God have mercy on his soul. I want to talk about something interesting, for fuck's sake. Uh, it won't be interesting, but I'll talk about something. Uh, <laughs> so, I think it was Friday. Uh, I was like, oh, this is on uh, Amazon Prime for free. So, okay, I'll watch it. And do what? It wasn't knives out, was it? No. And I know. And so I watched Rambo: Last Blood. Uh huh. Uh, let's just say this fucking sucked. Um, it was bad. Shocked face right here. So. Rambo is living... Okay, it starts off with... And it's on Amazon Prime, so spoiler, here it comes. He starts off that he's trying to rescue people off a mountain because flooding's coming. Okay, cool. Uh, he's he's a person that can, you know, be on the mountain and, you know, he's got all and those skills. watch the other movies, that is something he would do. Yeah, no problem. Uh, oh, and, Russ is asking no spoilers for Last Blood. I'm watching it after you finish the stream. Okay, I, I'll, uh, I'll do that. I, I can I can hold on to it. Um, I, I'll do that, Russ. No problem. How about you hold on to it, Gonzo? And I'll watch it. We can talk about it next week. No, I'm going to talk about it now. Okay. okay uh, it's not the one in MMR. That is Rambo. And I actually have that on iTunes. I actually enjoy that movie. Um, and so it's an, it's an aging Rambo, and he's supposed to be, you know, this aging guy. So he's living on a ranch doing things he's supposed to do, and he has an adopted, you know, I say adopted as in it's his housekeeper's, you know, family, daughter type thing. And okay. she wants to go see her dad that lives in Mexico. She's a young, just out of high school, college type girl, 
going to Mexico alone to see her dad. Um, that's poorly. Yeah. So you kind of go, you kind of know where it's going. It turned into, it started out as an episode of Taken uh, with like Liam Neeson where he's going to go and get her back type thing. And then it just turned into, I'm going to kill all these people in the most gruesome, unusual, disturbing way as possible with enough gore and CGI fake gore that I can. Um, That's not that good. <laughs> it, okay, the plot had so many holes in it. The story went nowhere. You were like, okay, okay, this character, why is this character in here? Why is that character anything? Who does it matter? There's, nobody has any, there's no guideline. There's no direction. There was nothing. It was, I'm Rambo. I've come to get her. Come back to my farm now, and I will blow you up with the homemade tunnels I made because I have PTSD. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound like, and, and what I've heard from other reviews, it doesn't sound like it was even a good take on Rambo. No. Like, for all the, yes. the fourth, with the fourth movie, fifth movie, Rambo, first blood part two, Rambo three, was <laughs> that one... Whichever one. The one that was just called Rambo in Myanmar. With all the flaws of that movie, it was at least true to Rambo's character. And you felt like if you watched them all, there was progression in his character. It actually ended at the end. Like, at the end, it's him walking down the street towards his house. You're like, this is the perfect end of the Rambo series. He's old, it's good, he got home. Finally coming home. It was a big poignant moment. And then they go, Aliens 3, by having a sequel, that's terrible. Oh, well, th- I mean, this was just... described the end of that last one as he's going home? The the Lonely Man theme from the Incredible Hulk original series was Would not be appropriate head. because you have hope for one <laughs> because he's not leaving anymore. He's actually going home. You would have... The, you'd play it in a major key rather than a minor key. It would probably sound great. Hopeful one great. I'll see if someone can do that for me. It was... I mean, this was just... I mean, it was just bad. I mean, even Stallone... You can tell uh, it was cringy for Stallone. Even he was like, uh, "Am I supposed to be doing something?" You know, it was just—it was just horrible. The character that he has pretty much complete control over as far as movies go. Yeah, it, I mean, it was—it was just. Has the original five supposed to be in space? I'm not joking. Oh my in god! In space. It was just bad. There was—I mean, I—I I want my hour and a half plus. John, Rambo versus Predator. Would you watch? Rambo versus Predator. No, not now. <laughs> no, you I totally would. would. You would. Not right now. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, it's it. There was the story was horrible, the acting was bad, the 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 plot going forward, the pacing. I mean, there's one of the main bad guys, and you're just like, oh, I can't wait to see Rambo get a hold of this guy and just fuck him up and just tear him up, and they don't even show that. Like, one of the main guys that caused a lot of damage to him. They don't even show or anything. It's like, he wasn't even in the movie. It was like, oh, I'm going to go into his house. I'm going to go kill him. And then they cut to scene away, and you're like, what? That's that's too bad, because honestly, one of the great moments, one of the better moments of uh, the last Rumor movie was when he got to the main bad guy who's running away, and he just fucks him up. Not like torture style, just like kills him in brutal Rambo style. Uh, it, it, this one was just bad. I mean, even like 
there's two main bad guys. One of them I thought was more corrupt than the other, and they didn't even show him killing them. And it was like, or, you know, doing anything that Rambo would do. And it was like, side spoils. Ah. Did, did you see Russ's comment? Yeah, do spoilers, because it definitely sounds like a waste of 90 minutes. Okay, spoilers. <laughs> okay. Spoiling it. Let's not. I mean, we got other things to talk about. It's just bad. The guy carves up Rambo's face and puts his mark on him, beats the shit out of him, leaves him for dead, and then the guy takes and poisons and gets his adopted daughter hooked on drugs, and she eventually dies from it. And Rambo walks into the guy's house, and the guy's in the bathroom. Cutscene. The other bad guy walks in, sees his, his... uh, sees this body in a bed with no head, and then Rambo driving down the street, and he drops a head on the side of the road as he's driving. I'm like, what? Yeah, that whole thing sounds like a terrible downer, and they can die in a fire. I mean, it was just <laughs> horrible. Like, oh my god, the he end guy. He pins the guy to this wall and with arrows, four arrows, and pins him to this barn wall, and the guy goes... I'm going to make you feel what it feels to have your heart torn out. And he tears his heart out with his hand. As he carves a big old knife into his chest. And and, and pulls the guy's heart out and it's beating in front of him. And then... (laughs) I actually said that in my head as I was watching that. I was like, holy fuck. And then Rambo gets shot. And he's bleeding. And he's he's like, oh, he's going to die. So he can be the final end of the series. And he's sitting in a rocking chair holding this, you know, the wounds he has. And then you're like, okay, he's going to die. Okay, it's the end of the thing. Rambo's gone. No, he's going to be bionic Rambo. No, he gets up and he fucking takes a horse and rides it off in the sunset. I'm like, really? He's going to have cybernetic implants? So I'm going to pretend this movie never ever happened. And I'm going to rewatch the previous Rambo movie. And that's going to be the end of the series. (laughs) Well, yeah. no, no, the the one good thing at the very end is he shows all clips from all the Rambo movies that were good. And it was really interesting to see that because he, I mean, I've known Stallone ever since, you know, he's done stuff, he's done movies. And it was so weird seeing him as a young John Rambo. It was like, that doesn't even look like him. Oh, First Blood was such a good movie. Yeah, I mean. First Blood is a great movie. Yeah. It just doesn't even look it's like him. actually improved on the novel because I feel like the ending was better with him living, even though it was, you know, for financial reasons, you know, so they could make sequels potentially. I feel like it's a better ending is to have him live through it than to have him die. But I mean, that, that was kind of cool seeing, seeing all the other movies and seeing, you know, the progression and stuff. And it was like, oh man, this movie is so 80s. Shirtless, bandana. M60, one hand shooting it, holding the belt feed. I was like, I remember when that was the cool shit. And everybody wanted to do that. And every other movie copied that style from then on out. But I mean, it it was. But I mean, that was neat to see. Because I was like, man, I remember that. Remember that? To be honest, First Blood to Rambo, First Blood Part 2, the the drop-off in quality is significant. Yeah, it was just. Uh, what's, what's your official rating on? Um, I'm giving I'm giving it a four and a half, um, because it's not as bad as some movies, but it is peaking there. It is just shitty. Four and a half space herpes. Pass. Don't watch. Save yourself ninety minutes, Russ. Just fucking ignore it. Well, there you go. <laughs> 
so I actually watched a movie this week. What? This weekend meet today. Yeah, I know. I didn't spend all my time playing MechWarrior Online. And watching YouTube videos. Just most of it. Just most uh, of it. I watched... Uh, oh, fuck. What's it called? My brain stopped. Probably because I'm drunk. The new Netflix movie, Gonzo. Help me. Um... Holy crap. Uh, oh, shit. The oh, old guard. Old guard, yes. The old guard. Old guard. Old guard. The old guard is. Um, shouldn't really be too much of a spoiler. It's based off a graphic novel and they sort of tell it all in there. It's basically a bunch of mercenaries who are immortal. That's spoiled in the first 10 minutes, basically. Yeah. And, you know, what they're going through. Um, people find out and they're trying to capture them so they can do stuff as they always do that. And watching it, though, it was fine quality. Cinematography was fine. Action seasons were decent. Nothing amazing. They weren't John Wick or anything, but they weren't taken super super shaky can million cuts. But it felt very formulaic. It felt. And I made this prediction early on. You know, remember why we watched Six Underground, Gonzo? Mm-hmm. Another Netflix movie? Yep. It feels a lot like Six Underground, just... I'm going to say this knowing full well that there are immortals and people who are immortal in this movie. Less realistic. <laughs> I mean, Six Underground's like it, just less realistic, and Old Guard feels more realistic. The action's more realistic. It's not as, you know... But the story is very similar, if you know what I mean. And I don't want to really spoil it. Yeah, because I haven't seen it yet. It's a whole thing about them. It's a whole thing about them and what they do. And it's I mean, it's fine. It's good. It's probably worth watching. I mean, like I said, action scenes are competent. I don't uh, I don't want to pull through the plot because parts of it are really spoiled in it that I think you'd want to see. But the whole idea is scenarios. They do stuff. And the whole idea is try to make the world better. Uh, it has a some solid cast members because it's got... Um, My brain stopped. Furiosa. Um. Oh God, now you got you me. Remember? I'm the one who's been drinking for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know I'm just gonna look it up on fucking IMDb. Sorry, everyone. It's great radio. Hear me. Not remembering a damn thing because I have to look it up here. Old guard. I'm sure someone's typed in the chat room by now, but uh, Charlize Theron. Oh. Yeah. He just said Eon Flux, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, oh who, who said Eon Flux? I'm an expanded I didn't actually I mean, you're right. but now that makes me want to see the cartoon. Is the cartoon on streaming anywhere? Uh, possibly? I don't know. Uh, the only other big name really in it is uh, uh, Chile Ejiofor. Who you know has been in a bunch of stuff. He was the operative in Serenity. He was Moot Mordu in Doctor Strange, and he puts in a great performance. Charlie Theron is is good in it. Uh, the rest of the people who are I think are in it because they're not very expensive, and it is a Netflix movie, are all perfectly fine. There there there's no bad performances in this movie. It's just predictable, kind of subdued, and kind of realistic. You know, it's not. It's not like hyper stylized action or anything. It, it's telling a story. It's a solid story, and just doing it in a in a, in a solid way. You know, I, I'm not going to give it two space therapy. I'm mean, like two and a half space therapy. I'll give it more closer to two because it feels very well done. I enjoyed watching it, but 
I think rewatchability is only mediocre. Uh, you'd more likely watch something that's technically a worse movie like Six Underground because it's a lot more exciting and action-packed. This is more, more like your run-the-mill, you know, solid story, you know, action movie. Like, it's got some good action, it's got some good story notes. You'd rewatch it once in a great while. You wouldn't rewatch I can definitely suggest watching it. And it looks like it is set up to potentially have sequels, as you would with a movie like this. And I like with you, there's a lot of, is a very avant-garde, if you will, sort of uh, inclusive cast. I like some of the, some of the uh, choices they made with the characters. But uh, Gonzo should definitely watch it. Um, one of the things that I just, I watched and I was going through, and it'll be a quick one since we're almost out of time. Um, I'm going through Marvel's Agents of Shields. Um, and they're doing, of course, it's a time traveling season. And so everybody's going through different time. And this time period is now, uh, the eighties. Um, and so they are made, they made an eighties version of Agents of Shield. It's. 80s look, 80s feel, 80s gore and guts and blood robot type thing. So, I mean, it, is, it was actually really, 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 really interesting um, to see and watch them do an 80s version uh, of killer robots in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, it was all kind of bloody and gory. Uh, like I said, this is the final season to the series. Uh, I'll give a full rating once it's all done. But um, I, uh, I had a good episode with it. No, no space herpes on this one. It was uh, good and solid. Uh, I do see Kitty Cajun is talking about the boys too. Um, the trailer for that came out. Um, definitely looking forward to that. That right there is. I loved the season one. Thought it was amazing. Uh, season two looks really good. Um, if you're into the boys, but uh, I'll wait. Uh, I'll probably binge watch it. You know, the first day it comes out like usual. <laughs> Uh, but that's like what September. Uh, haven't seen season one yet, so I haven't paid attention. Yeah, but I saw that coming out, and I was like, "Yeah, I will see season two. I mean, I posted it on my Facebook and put it on there. I, I'm looking forward to it. I like it. Um, I did watch a couple of more episodes of Warrior Nun, and I'm still not a fan. Still not happy about it. Um, You're still watching it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, it, I mean, I'm giving it one more episode. Still watching Clone Wars, so I <laughs> Yeah, so I'm probably going to be ditching that pretty soon. Um, other than that, uh, Kathy, you got anything? I don't have anything. Are you still watching? Uh, oh, what do you got to mention? Uh, you did hear the rumors, still rumors, that they're Disney's thinking about making Tron 3. What? I did not hear that. Yeah. Yeah, that that came out during the week. They mentioned uh, Tron 3. I Um, did. um, I mean, luckily, they should be able to get the majority of the cast back. Most of them ain't doing anything. (laughs) Uh, The big thing that made people a little worried, and I don't know why, is they're thinking about, uh, there's rumors that Jared Leto is scheduled to be in it also. Hmm. And I don't know why people wouldn't like that. I have honestly enjoyed him in just about everything he's been in. Uh, they're also trying to get Daft Punk back for the sequel, which is the most important news ever, because that, that was amazing. I do love Tron too. It is a very enjoyable movie, but this, 
fucking soundtrack is off the oh, oh yeah yeah I did see that they are doing a sequel to Ready Player One. The book. Yep. Look, we know your opinion of the movie's wrong. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just don't. I just don't know why we need to do. Why he needs to do besides money reasons. Uh, Story wise, I, I don't know what they're going to do with the Ready Player One. Is it going to be so a Ready Player me, Two? Yes, it is called Ready Player Two. They said that. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Approach it with an open mind, Gonzo. Yeah. I actually have good content to add. He's been working on it for a while. Yeah. You know, if you if you expect nothing but negative, then you'll still be pissed yeah. off when it comes out. No, I mean, I, I love the book. I thought the book was great. It was fun. It was a great, entertaining read. Had a lot of good nostalgia in it. Um, and they do this one. And if it's the same thing, or you know, maybe he updates it to the modern world. I don't know. We'll just have to see. I just didn't think that there was a need for a Ready Player Two. I was like, eh, whatever. You could have left it the way it was, and it'd been fine. But there's, there's a lot of things that got sequels or new books that didn't need them and ended up fine. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I'm just doing that cautious, you know, thing. But we'll see. We'll see when it comes out. Um, uh, Kitty Cage and Ready Player Two is the book he's actually releasing in November. There's not been a book yet. We're not sure if they're going to make it into a movie. I'm certain they will. Ready Player One did uh, did plenty good, even if Gonzo didn't like it. Yeah, I um, liked it. John liked it. Yes, <laughs> my roommate liked it. I, I thought it was very enjoyable. Um, so it is what it is. So I'll just oh, we'll just wait and see. I just thought that I saw that yeah. inter- interesting down there. Yeah, um, but lots of news out there. there. There's a lot of things being announced, but not a lot of things coming out. Uh, I'm still wondering, uh, based on how the pandemic goes, if they're going to start releasing all these movies. I know they released Greyhound, the Tom Hanks movie. I think they moved on Apple TV. Was that correct? Yes. Um, so you can watch that there. Um, I'm hoping they start releasing other things direct to video. You know, charge us maybe not full movie price, but you know, would we pay ten dollars right now to watch Wonder Woman? You know, eighty four in the movie in my home? Yeah, probably would. Yeah, I probably would. I probably would watch. Yeah. I would pay a premium to watch Wonder Woman in, at home. Even if it's like a ten dollars rental, I'll probably do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would do that. Um, I do know because um, we're not going to watch them all. But then again, they're not making a lot of movies. Though some countries are allowing people in to film again. Yep. Some countries that aren't the West. I am going to watch because um, we talked about this uh, Ford versus Ferrari sometime this week. Uh, I do wish to watch that. I'll have to see if I can arrange a way to watch it. Uh, it is on HBO right now, by the way. So if you have someone that has an HBO account, that's where I you would do. watch it. New Mission Impossible movie filming? Yes. Oh, God. The Mission... So, Kathy, here, did I not mention this? The Mission Impossible theory, film series may be the best action movie series of movies ever. Even beating Fast and Furious? <laughs> oh, I got news about that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to space to the next movie, Gonzo. Oh, God. I'm on ride, but, but no, yeah, better than Fast Furious because the quality in Mission Impossible, they had a little dip for two, but it's not because it was a dip, it was a different style. And then three, and then since then, they just have all been such high quality, honestly. It's great. So, no. there you go. All right, guys, we've gone past our time. We appreciate everybody being here. We appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate y'all following us. Uh, if you find us on Facebook, find us there. Give us a like there. 
Um, John's going to be actually starting up and doing some streaming of MechWarrior Online. Nope. Cool. I'm going to try to. <laughs> try to. Jesus Christ, Gonzo. Um, and, of course, Kathy will be painting uh, on stream Tuesday through Friday. You can always find her 3 to 5 Central Time. Uh, ask her a ton of questions. Crack some jokes. Um, make her painting, you know, lag a bit behind because you're making her laugh so much. Um, <laughs> but you can always watch her. She's always great. Um okay. Other than that, guys, please take care of each other. Watch out for each other. Have out. Hang out. Uh, I think the new thing is I'm not going to go hang out with my friends. I'm going to go play with my friends. You want to go play. Because that's going to be what's going to happen whenever we start uh, coming back and getting out there. Oh, yeah. MechWarrior Online. Um, For more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Good night, people. Yeah, because you're probably pretty shit based too. Nah. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Not so much? So you're definitely going to be streaming like what? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from like 9 to midnight every day? 